This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, my name is Joey Racy, and I'm a member of the Board of Directors of the Risk Management Association. I'm going to be speaking to you today about negative interest rates. Negative interest rates are one of the more unconventional monetary tools at the disposal of central bankers. While negative rates have gotten a lot of attention since the 2008 recession, this is not the first time negative real rates have occurred and real rates have actually been declining since the 14th century. In 2014, the European Central Bank made the groundbreaking decision to set the deposit rate facility below zero. Prior to that decision, the Bank of Japan adopted a zero interest rate policy in 1999 and its key rate has been negative since 2016 and as of October 2020, five central banks use negative interest rates. In theory, negative interest rates should incentivize spending and stimulate economic growth, but the results are mixed and central bankers remain divided on their usefulness. In addition to having mixed results, Negative interest rates present challenges regarding pricing and managing the risk of derivative instruments and bonds, and most systems and models assume a non-negative rate. While negative rates are considered unconventional, unconventional has become the new normal as central banks take more aggressive action across the globe, and their recent actions have surpassed their responses to previous crises. As a result, central bank balance sheets have expanded at a record pace. The speed and scope of the international central bank policy response to COVID-19 has met and exceeded that of the 2007 through 2009 period, as central banks have cut rates, purchased assets, created lending programs, and modified financial regulations to support financial markets and minimize long-term economic damage. As we continue to experience increased central bank intervention to the point where unconventional is now conventional monetary policy, and we also have the potential for behavioral changes by global consumers as economies come out of COVID-19, it seems reasonable to begin deploying scenario analysis and considering operational risk when forecasting interest rates. This could supplement the current models that are currently used to forecast interest rates. Operational risk is concerned with people, process, systems, and external events. If external events have the potential to impact economic growth and interest rates and behavioral changes by consumers could mitigate the effect of monetary and fiscal stimulus, external events may need to be taken into consideration when modeling and forecasting interest rates. Bayesian networks can be used to model operational risk by evaluating the external environment to determine potential threats and opportunities, while also evaluating a firm's internal environment to assess the strength of management, internal controls, and analysis. A Bayesian network is a multivariate statistical model that can incorporate quantitative and qualitative inputs. The recent pandemic further supports the development of scenario analysis to supplement models because risk manifesting in one area tends to spread to other areas. COVID-19 started as a health and safety issue. However, its impact was felt economically across the globe and has the potential to influence consumer behaviors. Monetary and fiscal intervention are needed to restore confidence in the global economy. 
but intervention has the potential to cause anomalies in both asset prices as well as interest rates. External events, whether driven by geopolitical risk, behavioral economics, monetary and fiscal policy, or some other unforeseen event, need to be included when assessing extreme but plausible events to ensure firms are positioned to operate in what is an increasingly volatile environment. Thank you very much for your time.